So Ryan let me know last episode that I confused Thanos and Darkseid. Okay. I don't even remember what the conversation was. What did we talk we're ta- about? We were talking about the anti-life equation. You didn't do anything wrong. You oh, were talking okay. about the anti-life equation, and I was like... Yeah, that's Darkseid. Oh, yeah, he's in love with death, but that's Thanos. Oh, so that Thanos. So Marvel and DC. You idiot. I know, right? You know what? I was like, oh my god, how did I do that? And then I was like, oh yeah, I hate comics. <laughs> that's my fault. I should have called you out on it. You you should have called me out on it, and then I could have acted embarrassed and really not cared. But yeah, it's my fault. When we do this, like I don't listen to anything you say. Smart, just waiting to talk. Just waiting to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta okay. talk about stuff, man. Uh, hey everybody, welcome to Anime and Review Woo. Hello. Uh, this week we're talking. Well, I wanted to say I've been thinking about this lately. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of podcasts will have, like, disclaimers about their opinion. You're going off script, but go go for it. Okay. And, like, I hope people know that this is, like, if you like a show that we don't like. You're wrong, and you should feel bad. Right. Right. This is not an opinion. This is fact. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, much, much like the Sith, we only deal in absolutes. Right. Right. Because I get like I work, I say I, I use a lot of hyperbole, you know. So when I say like, oh, like if you if you like, uh, what was that super boring show where he went, he goes back in time that everybody Jujutsu loves. Kaisen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, I, you know, I say your family should die. Um, but Did I don't you say that in the podcast. I mean, maybe. You're a bad person, man. Uh, but I'm, but I'm not being serious. But th- this week we're talking about a show that if you disagree with me, you are you're an idiot. I'm just uh, gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb here and say this is a Dave pick. It is. I mean, technically yes. <laughs> technically yes. <laughs> Although I, I, once I saw, well, once I saw Act One, we, yeah, we we I have just, to. I've just been slam dunking my picks. Brent keeps picking the bad stuff. Oh man, it's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but this week we're talking about Arcane, not League of Legends, is that the full name? No, it's just Arcane, I think, right? Uh, I I technically not an Animus, but... No, I know, and like, <laughs> for a split second I was like, well, I mean, it's not really anime, and it's like, well, whatever, it's the best show. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about live-action Cowboy Bebop, too, which isn't technically an anime's either. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. No, it is, it is Arcane, sub, subtitle, League of Legends. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, it's made by a French animation studio. I saw that, and I think they do... Do they do their cinematics as well? Oh, that I don't know. When I So I, I didn't dig deep, but I was just like... I went to the Wikipedia page for production, and none of the, none of the writers or, you know, story people in this company, this animation company, none of them had pages. And I was like, oh, okay, these people are ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't I really into it. I was. I was yeah. hoping it was. I was hoping it was like a big studio, and I'm like, oh dang, look at these guys. Yeah, but. I did expect a little more pedigree out of the studio. Not that I care. I'm just I saying. They, I thought they would. It. It. I mean, the Riot cinematics uh, for uh, you know all their games are pretty top notch. They're pretty solid. Um, yeah. So it looks like Riot does their own cinematics. So. Yeah. I heard wrong. Oh, well, there you go. 
Yeah. It's in a similar style to uh, their cinematics, like the art style and stuff like that. Definitely. Definitely. I'm sure gorgeous, that was their, their, their inspo, as the kids say. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Though. It's a beautiful, beautiful anime. Man, you you never talk like that. That's so wonderful. I do. <laughs> You're so <laughs> into this show. Yeah, it's not like it's not a make or break deal for me normally. Yeah. Uh, but when it is good, it is good. You know. Yeah. I, I can't Definitely. think of a what, what is something else we watched where I really liked the animation or I thought it was top notch. Uh, you had good things to say about uh B stars, but that was more of a see it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like it's 3D animation. The animation doesn't bother me. It, yeah, and it's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I man, so you just need to be a billion dollar gaming company and just throw money. I don't. I wonder how much it costs to produce this series. I assume. I mean, it's and it's been in production for six years. I want to say. Uh, I don't remember. I know they announced it not long. It was supposed to release last year during COVID. Yeah, I think there's a lot of money. I I was listening to the soundtrack today, and it's like, it's they're a, le- they're real songs. Like <laughs> it's a it's a pretty bopping soundtrack too. Yeah, I hate Imagine Dragons, but besides that, I I have no complaints. Dude, that that song is growing on me too, and it makes me mad because I it sounds like every other song of theirs, but it's I yeah, it's because that intro is really fun too. The the, the intro is really good. I yeah. know. <laughs> So yeah, we're talking about Arcane, and it's it's so good. Pause, so, pause now. Go. Just go watch it. Yeah, go watch. There's six episodes out as we record this. Yeah, uh, yeah. The 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 finale will be out when this comes out, unfortunately. But go oh, watch yeah. it. Go watch all of it, and then come yeah. back and listen to this, and then watch it again, and then listen to this again. Yeah, and then <laughs> or don't even. You don't have to listen to this twice. You don't have to listen to this once. Just go watch Arcane. You know, it's it's yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, for being a video game adaptation, you know, the, the source material is very, you know, scant. There's not a lot of lore. I mean, they're, they have heard fluff and flavor text and stuff, but it's not deep. There's not like there. Oh, maybe there, there might be novelizations. So I see. I talked to, I I talked to a gentleman. I talked to a gentleman today. Yeah. uh, Who's also a nerd. Yeah. And he, he was saying, like, he was saying, like, lol lore goes deep. <laughs> no, <laughs> He's like, this it, scratches the surface. But you, you, okay. want me to, you want me to tell you how deep that lore goes? No. It was It was fan theories that Vi oh. and Jinx were sisters. That's all. Okay. Okay. Just, just based on a few voice lines in the game. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. <laughs> so there's, yeah, there's no, this, that's not canon. <laughs> until yeah. now, until Arcane. Arcane made that canon. Yeah, I was really disappointed in uh, Vi's in-game character compared to her TV show character. Like her, her arcane. She, she was designed, design you know, ten years ago by a crappy no, pro company. Yeah, I know. She, she's a stick. <laughs> yeah, well, she's so, yeah, she's so boring in in the game. She just looks like some random pink-haired hot chick. Yeah, a lot of and in the show. Like that. In the show, she's. I mean, she's still really, you know, she's still really pretty or whatever. But she she looks like oh. She can throw a punch, you know. She's gonna she's gonna punch you to death, yeah. Yeah. That's real good. Uh how do you want to do this? There's a lot. So we're gonna do the the first six episodes because that's what's out, and we watched it a lot. Um yeah. we're just gonna just wanna talk about it, just dive right in. I think so. Yeah, if you just wanna do I mean I assume it'd be better if you run it down. Uh, because I because I wrote the 
<laughs> you you wrote the most. You've spent more time on this than any podcast we've done, any episode we've done so far. So, so. you just gotta you just gotta pick quality material, and I'll I'll work for buddy. it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, if I could, if every episode, if every week was just arcane, uh, I'd be stoked. You know, I mean, we haven't done anything yet. We could stop this right now and make this nine episodes of the podcast. I'm in. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I'm just going to talk about frame by frame the fight scene after the. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, so we'll good. get there. Um, so broadly, I it's really it's really interesting because it's so the the whole series so far hit I think is really well con- you know it's it's paced well and it's composed well. Uh, if you I don't know if you you poke through the notes, but I put when they introduce characters under the episodes, they introduce every major character in the first two episodes. And then they don't introduce anyone else for the, you know, the rest of it. Yeah. Um, I, I even have some some minor characters in there, too. But yeah, they front load a lot. But it doesn't feel, like, bloated or terrible. No, I... Yeah. I And, like, I'm thinking... I was, you know, I was thinking about this and how I want to talk about it. And it's like, I don't want to use a bunch of hyperbole when I talk about how, how skillfully they... Uh, they pace the show and they intertwine the different um, the yeah. different story beat, this different story arcs. Yeah, uh, so but it is just it's it's it is never even for a second boring. No, <laughs> it is. No, it's it real is just good. it is just fun yeah. the whole way through. Yeah. Oh, so my my point that I was making earlier about uh, you know, there's not it's it's based on a video game with you know pretty scant lore. Uh, is this doesn't have it doesn't have dick to do with League of Legends. It is literally just the characters, and it's just it's that's what this whole story is about. Is about the characters, you know. But they call it the lanes. They call it they the. Do. <laughs> they do call it the lanes. Did you did you remember what they what they actually end up calling the the undercity? Ah, uh, not off the top of my head. Zon. <laughs> Zon. That's right. Is that a? Oh yes, Zon right there. Yeah, Flash Zon. Magazine, yeah. And then and Piltover. Uh, and Piltover. And are those uh, not in the game? No, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's different factions in League of Legends based on where you are geographically. Oh, okay. So Zaun and Piltover, they're sister cities. They're, like, right on top of each other. Um, okay. Yeah, Demacia, and there's Noxia, and the Fjords or whatever. And, yeah, there's all, you know, they have these names, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right. Uh, well, now I mean, now it does, right? Now, like, now that, that we're going to get series yeah. of all this stuff, yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. So episode one, uh, they're they're breaking these up. There's going to be nine episodes. Each uh, three episode block is an act. Um, yeah, and act one is our you know establishment of the characters and the setting. Uh, episode one, welcome to the playground. Uh, it it opens real strong with. Uh, it's it's a flashback, even though the the entire first act is a flashback, kind of, because um, this is not yeah. where these characters are, right. or, you know. Well, I think Act Two is kind of a flashback too. It's oh uh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess the entire thing is establishing. It's the in the past anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it it has our I I guess Vi and Powder are like the main characters. Yeah, I mean, the, the I story. Argue... The story typically yeah, it revolves mostly around them. Yes, yes, you're right. Even though the, you had to a, pick, 
Yeah, if there's a lot of other characters. It would be Vine Powder. Yeah, there's a lot of other champions involved, but they, uh, the story mostly revolves around them. Um, right. And they're they're together. They're very young. Vi is a little bit older. Uh, Powder is the younger sibling, uh, and they are walking together uh, along the bridge between uh, the Undercity and Piltover. After the Undercity has risen up in revolt uh, against Piltover, and it was in the process of being brutally crushed by uh, the Piltover enforcers. Yeah. Um, it's just them walking through like smoke and wreckage while Powder sings, covering her eyes, and it's oh man, <laughs> dude, that's yeah, mean. It's very somber. Um, yeah. They come across uh, uh, Vander, who is, he's like the de facto leader of the Undercity. Um, he's the man with most clout down there. Uh, and he is just beating Forcers to death with his big old metal fists. Oh, dude. He, <laughs> he, when he, yeah, he punches that dude in the head while he's already on the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, after that, Vander sees uh, Vi and Powder. He's like take a step towards them they recoil a little bit because it's uh, you know a pretty graphic scene but you know they make a motion like they're looking for their parents uh vander not even not even they just you know yeah well yeah it's, it's facial expressions yeah 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 yeah, yeah vi just like looks at him hopefully like hey have you yeah. seen mommy and daddy yeah and vander kind of looks over to a couple of corpses and you know the kids break down and he loses his will to fight <laughs> right there yeah. <laughs> um Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's the opening scene. That's like that's setting the tone like, oh, this is this isn't going to be a, a, <laughs> a very no, happy yeah. tale. <laughs> yeah. One of the best scenes in the show, too. So much done. And there's no actual dialogue. I mean, there's powder singing. Yeah. Uh, which which makes it it makes it real feel really eerie. This this is little it's girls. Very, wonderful very, singing voice. <laughs> the very on. somber song. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's 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 like chilling. It is, uh, and and it's beautiful. There's like a pink pink smoke, I believe, uh, kind of in the air. It's giving this kind of otherworldly uh, look to this bridge as well. Yeah, I I took it yeah. as like that kind of fiery smoke, you know, like after like artillery shells have gone and it's all yeah. hazy and stuff. Yeah, I uh, just mean like the yeah the the yeah the setting is it's whatever it's gorgeous. Sorry, it is. It's me. real good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we jump back to. You know where the the current point in the story is taking place. Uh, they are teenagers now, jumping from rooftop to rooftop uh, in Piltover, which you know is the the upper uh, class. We're we're given the believe like so. Yeah, the the Undercity is like uh, the poor part of these two towns. It's mm -hmm. you know the dregs the working folks are, and then Piltover is you know, the the city on the hill. It's where like the learning and the wealthy are and stuff like that. I'm I'm getting angry. You're just talking about it, and I'm getting angry. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, like you're you're pissing me off, and you're just describing what it actually is. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Vi and Powder are a little bit older now. Uh, I assume Vi is a late teen. Powder is a little bit younger. She's like a preteen or an early yeah. teen. Um, they are now with Milo and uh, Clagor, uh, who are two other kids about uh, or about Vi's age, and they're like they're, they're little gang of uh, hoodlums. Yeah. Uh, yep. The 
jumping from rooftop to rooftop because they don't want to be seen because they they have a, a tip that they there's a penthouse that they're going to go break into. Uh, you start to get a feeling for the kids. You know, obviously Vi is the leader. Powder's the tag along. Uh, Milo's the mouth. Clagger's the muscle. I'm going to call him. I don't know. I, yeah. I like Clagor. <laughs> yeah, I was he's... I was really worried. He's a big guy, so I I kind of felt like they were he's going to be like a dopey kind of fat clumsy guy. He was right. not, and I was very. That is happy. what they do to our people. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. It's, he's a weird character because Vi is like. Also super strong, you know. But yeah, they, but he, he's they, the one. They, he, he, yeah, when he fights, he was taking on more people. Well, yeah, and it's like, oh, you need if you need something heavy thrown, Clagor is the one to do it. You know, if you need yeah. somebody beat up, it, that's Vi's job. Yeah, there's a yeah. part where they they have to jump between two houses, and it looks like Powder might not uh, be able to do it. Clagor was going to be the one who was going to jump back and grab her, you know, instead of right. Vi doing it. You know, which I thought was. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're characterizing the kids a little bit. Um, you know, they they have some dialogue back and forth, uh, setting up the uh, the the premise of you know the rich and the poor, the haves and the have-nots, and this what is the central conflict between Zahn and Piltover? Um, yeah. So they they get to the the penthouse, they jump on the balcony, break in, they start to loot the place. It's like some kind of like inventor's workshop from the looks of it. Uh, it you know, shows did off. They, yeah. Did they kind of? Oh, they got a tip. Yeah, they got a tip. Go there. That's right. That's yeah. right. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a. They they heard they heard about this place. Uh, from little right, we, man. We find we do find that out later. I, yeah, uh, I don't I just, remember I, when they said it. It's uh, it's when they get back and they're talking to Vander. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it shows off. You know, the kid's strengths a little bit more. Milo's he's says he's the only one who knows how to pick locks. So obviously, you know, he's yeah, a little bit more skilled. He's um, the rogue. Yeah. He's the rogue of the group. Um, <laughs> although Vi is obviously impatient, as instead of waiting for him to pick the lock, she just kicks the door in. Uh, and they yeah. start to loot the place. Um it shows Powder actually knows things. Like she's able to identify like little trinkets and toys and things and stuff in the workshop. Right. Um Milo obviously had, they show he has no idea. You know, he's playing with nose hair trimmers, thinking it's something valuable. Uh, and then it introduces the magical MacGuffin uh, of the series. These, uh, like, crystal, these gemstones of magic. Yeah. In the workshop. The kids don't know what they are, but they see that it's probably something valuable. Powder finds them and stashes them. Right. Um, yeah. Glowing, glowing blue orbs, probably worth some money. Probably yeah. worth some money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, as they're looting the place, the owner comes home. They kind of barricade the door and have to make a run for it. In their escape, uh, Powder drops one of those little blue crystals. And it kind of tinks along the floor and then taps the wall. Very light, you know, bumps and uh, stuff. And it causes a giant explosion in the penthouse. Uh, blows a hole in the wall, causes part of the balcony to, to collapse. Uh, enforcers on the ro- uh, on the streets below have to dodge debris, and it kind of alerts everyone into the, the kid's presence. So they have to go on this uh, uh, escape, this foot chase, uh, to get back to the Undercity without getting caught by the, po- by the, by the cops. Um, it's a fun oh. little foot chase. Yeah, yeah specifically, specifically this scene, um, I was... Paying attention yesterday, I, I did a, like a short rewatch of yeah. uh, Act One, and I was I was specifically not watching the character in the front 
right? Yeah. Uh, and it's, I mean, the characters in the background are are not just like looped animations. You know, they're they they're yeah. animated doing their own thing. Like there was such a high level of detail. It's uh, real good. Yeah, that just it's it's a recurring theme in this. Is that like facial expression? Like you have to pay attention to facial expressions. They matter. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People in the background, what they're doing matters. You know. It's it's real good. It's real good is what I'm trying to say. It's super yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, they manage to uh, lose the enforcers. They they go down like a garbage chute um, and get into a. Like it's it's like a long process to get down to the undercity. Like they have to get into an elevator, and it's a big thing. Um, yeah. When they get back down there, they're kind of apparently people have already heard about this explosion. The news travels fast, is you know what they're kind of putting forth. Um, as some uh, I I guess they're they're a little bit older, I assume, than the the, the goons they run into. Yeah, they seem they do seem a little bit old. Yeah, uh, but they get they get harassed on the street. Um. By uh, some other some other kids who want them to give up some of the loot that they got, um, which results into a quick fight. Uh, it's a great you know first fight scene here. They're scrappy kids. It's a it's a slobber knocker. Uh, Mai takes yeah, on their leader. Clagor is taking on two of the other goons. Uh, yeah. Milo is holding his own against the other guy. Well, Powder kind of sits and watches, holding the loot. Um, right. Eventually, uh, you know, one of the goons gets free, chases after Powder. Powder makes a run for it deeper into the city. The other three kids kind of clean up, try to figure out what happened to Powder. Powder ran to the docks, kind of gets trapped. Um, she shows off what you know, her speciality in the group is, is making gadgets and grenades and bombs and stuff like that. Uh, she tries to throw, like, a shrapnel grenade at this kid. I know, dude. She shoves those, like, <laughs> screws in there, and it's like... Nails, yeah, it's whoa, nails and whoa, scrap metal. Powder. powder. <laughs> Chill uh, out. <laughs> but it doesn't work. They're always duds, apparently. She, you know, that, that is apparently a running theme, but uh, she, like, throws it at the kid, and it doesn't do anything. Just a puff of useless smoke. Um, so in a desperate attempt, she throws the loot into the into the water where it sinks below and gets away. Um, as they all kind of reconvene, um, everyone, uh, well, Milo is very vocally mad at Powder uh, for losing the loot. Uh, this is the first time the name Jinx gets tossed around, saying she's a Jinx whenever she goes on a, a job with them. Something goes bad. Um, Vi sticks up for her. She's a good big sister. And uh, yeah. Clagger's kind of quiet. He doesn't, he just, he's just bummed out. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, they get to their home, which is a bar. It's called the Last Drop, uh, where we're reintroduced to Vander. Uh, Vander is obviously he's taken in the kids. Presumably, he's taken in orphans from this failed uprising that he was the leader of, mm-hmm. uh, because Milo and Clagger are his kids too, uh, adopted kids. Um, he oh, there's the there's that good little scene with Huck in there, um, where he's. Huck is just a guy in the Undercity who's, like, he's getting screwed out of whatever shady deal he was part of. And, uh, like, Vander comes over and settles the dispute. It get, you know, it shows Vander is the man in charge of the Undercity. Yeah. Uh, he demands re- he demands respect, but he's not an unreasonable kind of guy. And it shows he keeps everything kind of running smooth and without, you know, trouble. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good little scene. Uh, no, definitely. People. And I kind of, it's like... 
I don't. I guess I don't wish they had more scenes like this later in the show. But this is uh, something they do earlier in the show. I think that they don't continue to do is have these little scenes that aren't. Because uh, man, this show just is like such a break. It's got such like a breakneck speed at one point. Like at some point, yeah, it's just pedal the- to the floor. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's like yeah, five or six threads that are all kind of intermingling at some point. Right. And, and right. They're so just they kind of jumping. They don't have a lot scenes. of time. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this scene and and even like even the heist scene, like they kind of let you breathe in it for a little bit, get a feeling for the world. I, that, just did such a good job, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, I, like they they spend like just enough time on all these things. Perfect. It's yes, yes. The second I'm like, I don't care. Oh, he's moving. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> millisecond. I'm like, oh man, I wish they'd shut up. It is moved on. You know? Yeah, yeah. They they yeah. never. It never feels like there's a waste. Like whatever directing or editing or whatever, like it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, the kids get back, uh, they're all beat up and they kind of try to avoid eye contact with Vander as they go, you know, sit in, sit in the, the, the rooms in the back. Uh, Vander, obviously he's not an idiot. Sees something's up, goes and sits back there. Uh, oh, and he had heard about the explosion <laughs> up top. Cause again, news travels incredibly fast. Like they, they ran from that explosion and went straight down there, and he had already heard about it by the right. time they get there. Right. Um, well, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Bad gas but travels fast in a small town, you know. Yeah, well, that and it's, you know, it's a, it's an explosion in the ivory tower, you know. Those things yeah. don't happen. Right. right. Um, so he, he's wise to that it's something they caused, um, tries to figure out what's going on, uh, it shows a little bit of conflict between Vi and Vander. Uh, I, I think it's Vander seeing a lot of uh, how he used to be in Vi. Like, she wants to take this fight to, you know, the people of Piltover. She is frustrated with the inequality and doesn't see why uh, Vander's giving, her, giving him a hard time about this. It's like she feels like this is something they deserve. Like, you know. Yeah. She can, you know, if they can take it from them, she should, you know, like they've been crapping on them her entire life, that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, and I think she's 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vander sits down with her, has, you know, the first of many, like, trying to talk some sense into her, trying to get her to kind of rein in the, this attitude uh, before he, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go, you know, sort this out. You know, where did you hear about this? Finds out uh, they got the tip from Little Man, a character named Little Man, at Benzo's shop. So he he packs up some things, grabs Clagor, and heads out. Now we're with Vander heading over to Benzo's. Benzo's shop is, I I don't know what it is. It's like some kind of oddities shop. It's like a pawn shop. Uh, I don't think it's a pawn shop necessarily. Or not a pawn shop. It'd be like a, like a fence. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a fence. Because uh, later, uh, that's where Jace goes. To buy like his illegal, you know, equipment, right? So I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I took it in. It's like it is essentially like the yield magic item shop. Yeah, you know? kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. later, yeah, Grayson makes a suggestion like, uh, you know, what what he had in this lab that they blew up, the kids blew up, makes Benzo's shop look like a candy store or something like that. Right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they go to Benzo's shop. Uh, Vander and Benzo are clearly old friends. Um, you know, two two gruff old men. Um, 
where we meet Echo there. Echo is uh, a kid about Powder's age, it looks like. Um, he's a yeah, inventive young man, apparently. He's like fixing random machines there in the shop. Um, but yeah, Benzo and uh, Vander kind of talk about this younger generation and the situation with Zahn and Piltover. Or the Undercity. I don't know if they. I don't know if they call it Zon until Silco. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They call it the Lanes or the Undercity. Yeah. Whatever. Um. As they're, they're chatting, enforcers show up at the shop. He will meet Grayson and Marcus. Uh, Grayson is the sheriff of Piltover. Marcus, I assume, is like the deputy or the second in command. Uh, just because he is, he is always with Grayson in every situation. Um. It's revealed that Grayson and Vander have uh, a deal that they keep kind of a uneasy peace between the two cities. Um, she keeps the enforcers from going down there harassing the Undercity folk. In return, Vander keeps the Undercity folk from going up there causing a lot of problems in Piltover. It's not a great situation, but it's kind of, you know, the, the Cold War that they have going on. Right. Um, and that is, that is kind of like, it's kind of laying out like the the main conflict of the story um that the undercity and piltover don't like each other the the people don't understand each other and they they're always just like you know a thread away from going at each other um but yeah so grace and the sheriff uh explains that the the place that got blown up was a uh, a councilwoman's one of the higher up one of the high nobles uh penthouse um, and that because of that, her hands are tied. She has to make an arrest. Right. Well, um, she kind of alludes that uh, that people got hurt. Uh, oh yeah. She, oh yeah. Because yeah, Vander asks, "Were people hurt?" And she's like, uh, you, "They blew up a building. What do you think?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's bummed um, about it. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not. He understands the situation. Yeah. Um, she doesn't know it's his kids. Obviously, she you know, says, I need to make an arrest. What are we going to do here? Uh, Vander says, it's been handled. She says, that's not good enough. Vander says, well, we're not going to, I can't give up anybody. Right. I can't give up the people responsible. Uh, Grayson says, you know, if that's the case, the next time I come back, it's going to be with an army of enforcers and we will find the people responsible. Uh, it doesn't look like she wants to do that. It looks like she really wants to kind of come out of this peacefully. Grayson, it showed that both sides understand, like, they don't want to hurt each other. At least these two. Um, uh, okay. Oh, do you disagree? I, well, yeah, I, I feel like it's that Vander has come to the conclusion that they're stuck, right? Uh, so it's less than, like, they want to leave think? each other alone, and it's Vander just doing his best to make sure that they don't they don't ever bring down the hammer on the undercity you know opposed oh, to like I, a partnership it's more of a no right 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 no i right. i'm saying yeah vander i don't i don't think vander wants to i think i think he's he's come to realize like yeah there's there's no winners in war that's fair yes like you're right yeah yeah he, you're 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 saying things i agree with but that's not the way i would put it but that's the same kind of sentiment yeah I, well yeah he, <laughs> Yeah, he was he was very headstrong, and he caused the initial conflict. And then when he realized, oh, people I care about died because of this, right? This then, this was yeah, a, he... this was bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this again. Right? Yeah, and, and yeah, and I I think Grayson's the same way. She's like, I don't want to hurt people. I don't want 
you know, the put the boot on the Undercity. I understand right. things are different, blah, blah, blah. She's um, a very reasonable oppressor. <laughs> yes. Uh, opposed to Marcus, her second in command, who obviously has some kind of stick up his butt about the Undercity. He is, he's very prejudiced about it. Right. Uh, and he's very vocal about it, too. <laughs> right. He does not think highly of the Undercity, that is for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but Grayson, you know, gives him, you know, like this uh, uh, vac tube, like, message thing. He says, if you change your mind or, you know, whatever, send me a message. This will come straight to me. I'll do what I can in the meantime. Um, yeah, uh, then we get a little moment. Uh, well, Powder uh, realizes she still has the stones. She wants to go tell Vi. Uh, but she overhears Vi and Milo talking, a little, you know, miscommunication where uh, Vi is actually reprimanding Milo, but it sounds like she's agreeing with him that Powder is useless. Um, whereas, you know, if she would have stayed a moment longer, she would have heard Vi dress Milo down, idiot, uh, big mouth idiot. Right. Uh, later, they, uh, they meet up on the roof and uh, Vi kind of reassures her that, yeah. Yeah, you know, family. Which is wonderful because that yeah. that kind of fake drama is so is dumb. It's, la- yeah. it's lazy, but they. It's not like a. It's not this drawn out thing where Powder runs away and gets in trouble, and it's a plot point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's character building opposed to. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't want these two to get along, so I'm gonna put in this really. If they just had had a ten second like, oh, conversation, cool. let's not tell anybody. This would be our loot because uh, she knows Vander will use that to like try to smooth things over it'll take them whatever yeah um yeah and then the the episode ends uh where we meet silco uh silco he he's definitely when you when he's introduced you're like oh this is going to be the bad guy of the series he's the antagonist yeah. here <laughs> he he looks like a villain <laughs> <laughs> he's very that villainous is, that is for sure uh, he's interrogating the thug that jumped the kids uh, the guy's name is deckard uh, I, it's not super important. Uh, but they named him, so whatever. The kid's name Who's is Deckard. Deckard. Yeah, I mean, well, he keeps showing up. He does keep showing up for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's being interrogated because apparently Silco was having this gang of kids follow Vander's kids, keeping tabs on them. Uh, and he was very specifically not supposed to like interfere with them. Um, uh, it's setting up that. Silco is making, he's setting himself up. He wants to be the one who's in control of the Undercity. He doesn't like Vander, uh, and he wants to usurp Vander's power. Um, and part of that is he's keeping an eye on his kids, looking for weakness. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go into how long he's been doing this, but presumably for a little while. Uh, this is where Deckard lets slip that these kids caused the explosion up in Piltover. Silco sees an opportunity in that. Um, it also introduces the doctor, um, who they, the subtitles reveal is Singed, uh, who is a, another champion, uh, of League of Legends. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you don't, you, we don't actually meet, you know, they don't reveal that he's Singed until like the very last episode. Yeah. But the subtitles, <laughs> the subtitles in the first episode <laughs> reveal that it's him. <laughs> um, who... It has apparently produced a drug the, that's called Shimmer. They really, and I, I think it's pretty cool. Shimmer is like a big part of this, but like they don't dwell on it ever. Like they don't oh. 
like with the story is not about shimmer shimmer is just something in the background <laughs> yeah and and like it is kind of like a it is kind of a plot device but like the story would not be that weird if it wasn't around you know like there's not no, at, yeah not at all actually yeah it's it just seems like it's like oh well we want to include this because this is part of the game i assume I don't know yeah, much about it, League of Legends. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, yeah, honestly. It, but yeah, it's just there. So, but, so they introduce it. Um, it's a drug produced by the doctor and Silco. Um, uh, I assume he's doing it as part of his plan to like seize power uh, because it causes they they show a little demonstration between a rat and a cat. Uh, it yeah. causes a temporary monstrous transformation. Transformation subject who takes the drug. Hard scene to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah and that's that's the first episode first episode um we did kind of what's up go for it oh i was gonna say we you know we went over the the fight really quickly uh after they you know after the the well the successful heist i guess yeah 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 and uh this is just such like a it's just such a taste of of how good uh, like the fight, I guess choreography, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, still, yeah, it's still. It is. It is a real good. It feels like a real street fight. Oh like, man! When so, first of all, I I love Vi. She is the best. I have notes about things I liked. And it's yeah. just Vi punches good, right? <laughs> yeah. Vi she's like, really good. she she's like just just a taste, and he's like just a taste, and so she. Hits him in the face with the giant bag of loot, right? Yeah. But he doesn't even finish his sentence before he gets clocked. No, yeah, you're fucking back. Just eating it. Just a and taste? Then... Just a BAM! Yeah. <laughs> well, then Milo. Milo's yeah. getting wrecked a little bit, right? He's on his yeah. back. Uh, Milo's he lands, he lands a... He's a what? He's a shrimpier guy. Yeah, he's a smaller guy. He's, I'm sure he's not really there for the fight, but he lands a good hit, and then he reaches yeah. over... And he just, just he bashes the kid in the nose with like his forearm. Dude, right? he just yeah, he just drops the hammer on that guy. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, that's why the fight choreography is so good, because it's not clean. It's not two ninjas fighting. You know, it's like Yeah. It's dirty. You know? It's it's, it's real dirty, yeah. Yeah. When yeah, when they're just throwing each other around, like, yeah, Vi like throws that guy into a pipe and then just kicks him like square in the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just like I know. oh, everything's on his spine. <laughs> I know. There's so much stuff happening to people's noses. It it just looks awful. It looks so painful and just terrible. I, yeah, I don't looks, want. It looks like a real want. fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when or Deckard pulls, fight, yeah, yeah, and Deckard pulls that knife. You know. Oh yeah. yeah Deckard Why pulls puts the her knife face again. two inches from it. And I was like, do you want to see where that leads? And he's like, oh, this is, she's going to take it away and she's going to put it inside of my body, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's, it's a real good character building scene there. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it is. Because it's, yeah, it shows Vi is fearless. Uh, she's their leader again. Shows Powder is kind of a coward <laughs> and not good at fighting. Well, I mean, she's. I think you're being a little hard on Powder, but yeah, she was. She was, she was scared. You know, she yeah, ran. She's half that kind of size. No, no, that's fair. But I mean, Milo said it later. It's like you know, you should have just stayed and took a punch. <laughs> stayed with oh, us. That's fair. She, yeah, she was she... like, "You guys are bigger than me and older. It's not fair." And he's like, "Well, next time, stay with us and take a punch." <laughs> yeah, you're right. I just Powder is a just a beautiful little cinnamon bun, and I don't want anything bad to happen to her. And I oh, buddy. 
I bad know, I know. All, I've, bad things I've are only happening to people. <laughs> I've seen the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but the, yeah, we introduced... Uh, so, Vi Powder, uh, Echo, and Sin. So that that's four champions, right? Uh, I don't know their champions. I, I think that's it. Let's go with... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but well, the, and you know, potentially more. I mean, I... There's, I've seen some rumors that some of these characters might end up being other people, but nothing confirmed. Okay, you saw the rumors about Vander, I assume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we can talk. I mean, they're just fan theories. It's yeah. I, I, it's convincing, but it's also very thin. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't dive too deep in it, because I just watched a... Oh, I watched, like, a short thing, and that's when they showed, the, they showed like, the character art for some of the characters, and, like, you know, that's yeah. how I saw what, what Vi's weapons end up being, and I was like, oh... I didn't want to know that, you know. Oh, see, that's fair. Like, I, I, I've played. I don't know, probably ten years ago, League of Legends. Right. Uh, It's it was a long time ago, and I played for maybe a week, and I am just like on the outer circle of like League of Legends and you know Valorant and you know what whatever the the card game is. What at Runeterra? Yeah, Runeterra. Um. Yeah, I, I'm just on the the outskirts of this stuff. Like, I I do like their cinematics. Uh, I I did I do really enjoy like KDA and stuff like that. What's uh, what's the, KDA? The, the League of Legends K-pop band, which is pretty oh, solid. What? Yeah, it's pretty solid. <laughs> what? It's four real performers performing as four characters from League of Legends. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, there's uh, they have like five or six songs. They're they're all pretty good, man. They're all pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. So I I am vaguely aware of like a, a good handful of champions and stuff like that. Um, so I, I yeah I knew like Vi had the big old power fists. Um, okay, the Jinx Atlas has, gauntlets. Yeah, yeah. So when they they showed that stuff. Uh, I was like, oh, I I know whose weapons these are going to be. Like the laser hand, I, I know who that's going on and stuff like that. <laughs> See, I don't know these things, so don't tell me. But, yeah, I'll tell until, you later. Well, I'll, I'll find out this weekend. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm excited for Jinx to get the rest of her guns. Like she carries a rocket launcher with her, <laughs> in what? addition to the yeah, in addition to the Gatling gun and the the pistol. Ah, uh, yeah. So that that's episode mm-hmm. one. It's setting so. it's setting up all our big conflicts. Yeah, uh, Zon versus Piltover, uh, Vander versus Silco, uh, the kids versus Silco, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, Marcus versus you know the kids. Yeah, you know, all these all these little things. Um, yeah, and we're getting getting an idea of what what is going to be like the driving like impetus of the story is. Yeah. Um, so and then episode two, uh, some mysteries are better left unsolved. This is where we're going to meet the like. The B team, basically, I'm going to say. Um, sure. Yeah, all, the, all those, uh, it, well, you know, B team, the A plot, B plot, uh, that are kind of conjoined here. Uh, we immediately go back to right before the penthouse explosion, shown from the outside. We meet Jason Caitlin, um, getting lightly exploded, uh, which <laughs> triggers uh, a flashback to Jason's youth. Uh, he was a very young Young Tyke lost in a snowstorm with his mother. Uh, looks like they're going to die, but they're saved by a mysterious wizard who teleports them to a nice sunny field. 
uh, yeah. triggers this fascination in Jace uh, with magic. Um, presumably that is kind of guiding whatever he's doing. Um, back in the present, we get into uh, the the enforcers uh, investigating the explosion. They see uh, Jace's lab there. Uh, it was Jace's lab. Uh, Caitlin, the yeah, the yeah. penthouse is Jace's research workshop or whatever. Caitlin is his friend, uh, who is the daughter of Jace's sponsor, the rich family, uh, the Kiramans, the nobles who kind of sponsor Jace. Jace is a lower noble, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the politics isn't super interesting. Like, it's, it's fine the gloss over, I feel like. That's, I, I think, I think those, like, the, yeah, like the, the inner, uh, the like intertangled like families and stuff. I yes, I, I think the but important note yeah. is Jason Caitlin are friends, right? Um, and they, they don't even they don't hint at anything. Like it, it is a an attractive male and female you know friendship with no sexual tension, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So the investigation shows that uh, in the workshop, Jace was doing some illegal shit. Uh, apparently, all the equipment in there and whatever caused the explosion was bad juju and jace is in trouble not allowed to work with magic well they don't even know it's magic yet i guess uh there's like you caused an explosion man what is going on in here look at all this illegal equipment oh yeah you're right you're right yeah um we also meet victor in that scene victor is the dean's assistant at the academy that jace is a researcher at jace says you know this was my independent research and victor's like well uh, I gotta confiscate all this stuff and you, uh, because you gotta meet with the council, uh, kind of explain what was going on here, <laughs> where it's a makeshift trial of, uh, of sorts. Um, so we go to, uh, I assume a, a holding cell, I don't think it was a, a dirty, because he's not, he's not at, like, the prison, but Jace is in a cell. Uh, here we meet, uh, the dean of the university, uh, Heimerdinger. Uh, who is quite the character uh, in League of Legends? I think, I think they're called the Yorls, the little like fey creatures. I don't know. Yeah, uh, they're like he's they're adorable. Like, yeah, furry little gnome like <laughs> creatures. People. Um, uh, he kind of he, he talks to Jace, tries to get an explanation for his research. Jace says, "I was trying to make magic with science." Heimendinger's like, "Well, that's crazy." Uh, don't say that. Just say your research was dangerous and that you made a mistake and you'll never do it again. And, you know, we'll get you out of this. Um, now, now that we've introduced kind of the B team, we're going to be hopping back and forth uh, between the, the A team and B team. So we get back to the kids kind of hiding out. Vander told them to lay low. Um, so they're in this like little, I don't know. It's like an arcade kind of. Place. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get, uh, we get to see uh, Vi boxing, which is super which cool. Is always the best. Uh, she's got all the high scores on the boxing, kicking all kinds of ass. Yeah. Uh, we also get to see that Powder is actually a, a sharpshooter. She is. Uh, she's actually really good with a gun. Kicks Milo's ass. Um, I think that's a fun little scene. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, they Powder sees like there's a little scuffle outside. Peeks through the glass and sees enforcers harassing. Uh, the Undercity folks, it's Marcus and some Enforcers. Um, the guy they're harassing, like, the Undercity people hate the Enforcers, so they're, like, talking crap to him, spits on his shoes, uh, and the guy gets thrown through the window of where the, the kids are hiding out. Right. Uh, Marcus sees the kids, decides, 
let's let's go search the kids. Powder, of course, has the gemstones on her, so that triggers. Oh, we have to we have to run again. We have to fight and run. Um, which is a great little scene too. Like it's all it's all silent too. Like they all just kind of like Powder looks at Vi. Vi looks at Clagger. Yeah, yeah. He just he just hits the lights and everyone just yes. jumps into action. They just know it's time to go. Yeah, and uh, it's just before, it's so obvious from their body language too. What they're what they're you know what the plan is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. before, like Milo's like, well, whatever, search us if you want. We got nothing. Like, right. he, they are ready to just ride out this thing because they think they're in the clear. But, like, without saying anything, as soon as the lights are hit, they're like, oh, okay, I guess we're running and fighting them. And they just all jumped right to it. Uh, so that's another little chasing. They get away. Uh, they get away with Echo's help. Echo kind of lowers a ladder for them and they run up it and kick the ladder down so the enforcers can't chase them. I think it's interesting. Marcus pulls a gun on them like he's going to shoot them. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> he doesn't I, yeah. fire. He, he gets knocked down before it happens. But I was like, holy, he was going to shoot right. a child. Enforcers are pricks, man. Yeah, they're rough. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a couple after that. You know, we jump. There's a couple more quick scenes. Uh, we meet Councilwoman Mel, um, who is uh, getting, getting the lowdown about Jace. Uh, she's learning about the explosion, what Jace is about. Um, we meet the, the Kiramans with Caitlin, uh, who were talking about Jason's situation as well. Uh, they kind of agree, well, we're his patron. We should be sticking up for him. It's what's, it's what's expected of us is what right. they say. Uh, Caitlin is, you know, Jason's friend. She's kind of trying to encourage that as well. Uh, we hop back down to the Undercity where the townsfolk are pissed that the enforcers are stirring up so much trouble. And they're yelling at Vander that it, we should fight them. Uh, we meet uh, Savika there, it, although I don't think she's named yet. Um, she's a she's a rough and tumble lady who wants to fight the enforcers. Yeah. Um, the kids are kind of listening to this, and they kind of agree with everyone. They want to fight the enforcers too. Even Powder's like, you know, the four of us just beat a bunch of enforcers. Think about what everyone in the lanes could do. Um, and they don't they don't understand why Vander isn't fighting. Uh, Vi notices Echo kind of uh, like reacts to that, and Echo reveals that he overheard Vander talking to Grayson, and learns about the, their deal that Vander is deliberately working with the Enforcers. Um, and this is a secretive thing because it's it's a big taboo. Uh, the Enforcers are the same people that have been oppressing them, who've killed them in the past. To be working with them is is a big deal. Right. Well, especially coming from him, he's like it's, the yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Then we we jump back to Jace's trial. Uh, we meet the rest of the council of Piltover. Um, the council is mostly inconsequential. Incon- I feel like they they just seem like a it's a colorful bunch of people. But we don't stick with any of them other than like Mel and Hyman Digger, Hyman right. Dinger, Dinger, uh, for very long. Although Robot um, Man is very interesting. He I is interesting. More. <laughs> we, we know nothing about him other than yeah. his race was wiped out by magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, we also see that mo- like some of the members of the council are incompetent. Um, like the, the two humans, uh, the, I, I don't even remember their names. They, they tell us once what the council members' names are, and I've already forgotten. Yeah, well, the older gentleman and the younger gentleman are both seemingly just dumb nobles on the council. Yeah, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it just it shows that the council is being manipulated by a few more savvy parties, yes. in particular Mel. Um, Jace 
ends up speaking very passionately about his project. Um, he goes against Heimendinger's wishes and tells him what he was actually trying to do, uh, which seems to spark interest in Mel and Victor, who is there. Uh, Heimerdinger is very anti-magic. Uh, he, revealed, he revealed that he is several hundred years old and has seen what magic can do in a very, very like genocidal way. Right. Um, Jace, because he's said he was trying to recreate magic. Uh, oh, it's revealed that Piltover was founded on the principles of science and not magic specifically. Yeah. Uh, that it was a city founded to escape mages and their, you know, craziness. Uh, so, uh, Jace is going to be, uh, exiled from the city. Uh, but his mom speaks up and says, don't, don't do that. Just, you know, put him under house arrest with me and it'll be fine. Um, the council agrees. And uh, we get we get to see it looks like it's influenced by Mel in particular uh, uh, that Jace is saved from banishment. Um, like you see scenes where the council members are voting and they kind of share glances or scowls, and then that influences how they vote. Um, in particular, it shows like Mel influence others yeah. to agree that Jace can you know just go under house arrest instead. Um, after that, we jump to a scene at uh, Silco's uh, hideout at his cannery there. Uh, Marcus was invited. Marcus, the second in command of the Piltover Enforcers. Um, and it seems like Silco wants to make a deal with him. Uh, it appears Silco is making moves against Vander. Uh, he wants to... He sees there's weakness. He smells blood in the water. And he's ready to strike. Um, so he is acting quickly. So he knows Marcus kind of hates everyone down here and feels like he's someone he can work with. Uh, seemingly to give up the kids and throw Vander under the bus to kind of uh, usurp power in the Undercity. Uh, we go back to Victor and uh, Heimerdinger, who are locking up Jace's research. Victor is curious, kind of questions Heimerdinger about it, who is very dismissive about magic and everything. Uh, we jump back to Silco and the Doctor, singed. Um, who uh, convinced Deckard, the, the thug, to take Shimmer and become, you know, a Hulk to help him get the kids and take out Vander uh, for Marcus. Uh, and Silco kind of gives us his his manifesto about what he believes um, and stuff like that. Uh, it's he, he's got a he's got a good villain speech. I, I really like Silco as an antagonist. OK, I yeah, I've been kind of I've been kind of sleeping on this, but I I really like silco yes uh, yeah yeah i he's he's a great villain because like i uh what i was the the term i kind of thought of uh when i was thinking about silco is that he has the right ideas he's just like the wrong man like he yeah. what yeah, he wants i completely agree with uh it's how he's going about it you know yeah yeah he yeah. he's definitely he's giving some impassioned speech uh his big uh like sticking point is like, strength isn't for people who were born into it. It's for people who are willing to fight and take it. Yeah. Um, and that's... Uh, he means, you know, he's he was born into the Undercity. Uh, he wants to rise up and fight the people of Piltover for his power. And he's willing right. to do that. Um, we hop back to the B-team. Uh we see uh, the Kiramans have turned their back on Jace after his expulsion. They're like, well, he's no longer any use to us. Um, his actions have, you know, brought, you know, a, a, a mark on our house. So whatever. They, they've turned their back on him. It's very, 
it shows they don't they didn't actually care about Jace. It is just you know, like noble bickering kind of nonsense. Right. Yeah. Um he was an it, investment. He was an investment that did not pay yeah. out. Yeah. Uh we cut to the enforcers uh, uh Grayson and Marcus before the council. The council is trying to encourage the enforcers to push the undercity harder. Um, because of what's happened and they haven't seen any arrests or results yet. Uh, Grayson is trying to push for caution and it's like, you know, if we push them too hard, it's going to cause a fight. The council people don't care. Uh, Marcus kind of takes at the heart, decides to go down to the last drop with a couple enforcers and see if he can't make an arrest. Now that he knows who he's looking for specifically. Yeah. Uh, so we get that, uh, Scene where Marcus goes down there, stirs up a whole bunch of shit, uh, doesn't find the kids, but it it really raises the level of tension in the Undercity against the... Uh, Vi wants the fight. Uh, after that scene, Vander takes her out to the bridge, where there's like a memorial to all the people who died last time Vander did this. Talks some sense into her, uh, and actually gets through to her. You know, he, he puts it in a way that she can understand. It's like, who are you willing to lose for this fight? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, are you willing to let Milo die, Clagger die? Are you willing to let Powder die to try to see this through? Right. Um, and she, she doesn't think that way. And I, I don't know if the show is supposed to make us uh, kind of agree with Vander in these conversations. I don't. I don't know if it is either. I I think it's, okay because I don't. <laughs> you know, like I, I I think it's supposed to be just very broad and like. Oh, yeah. it's like this. It's complicated. It is hard. It is. It is. It's. It's a. Uh, yeah, they're in a in a pickle. They definitely are in a pickle. Uh, so after this heart to heart with Vander, Vi decides she she makes a decision. She's going to turn herself in uh, to protect everyone else. She's like, okay, so I can't fight because fighting will get out a bunch of people killed. If I turn myself in, if I sacrifice myself, at least everyone else will be safe. Right. Uh, we cut back to Jace, who is has lost everything uh and he's about to kill himself actually <laughs> yeah he's about to he's about to jump off you know the blown up hole in his penthouse uh which is several stories above the the road uh like he he's like looking over the edge and he's about to take a step and victor stops him um tells him hey your research is pretty interesting i want to help you with that uh so it it starts this relationship with jason victor uh, of trying to advance the Jace's vision, his science, and you know, kind of doing things against Heimerdinger. Um, we cut back to uh, Grayson and Marcus. Grayson is dressing down Marcus for escalating the conflict, uh, assuming that now there is going to be bloodshed, they're going to have to fight. Um, as they're kind of arguing, that little uh, pneumatic tube uh, comes, and she's like, Oh, well, maybe Vander is. Going to turn in the people to avoid violence. You are very lucky. Um, although we cut back to the last drop. Powder comes down to the bar with Vander uh, for a drink. Um, and Vander is talking to her and he has this realization. It's like, oh, you, Vi is turning herself in. Right. Um, yeah, there, there was a little bit in there uh, when Vi had this heart to heart with uh, Powder in the last episode. Talks about how she lost her favorite toy and stuff like that. Uh, some some jerk threw it up on the wire, um, and how this this kind of uh, shaped who Vi was going to be. She wasn't going to be somebody who got pushed around and yada yada yada. Uh, 
when Powder goes down to the bar, she has that toy. Vi got it for her. Um, and Vander kind of sees it and is like, where's Vi? What's going on? And kind of puts two and two together. Oh, she's, she's going to do something. And realizes the tube is gone, which he had originally underneath the bar. And that's that's episode two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the tensions are rising. We are rapidly approaching a climax here of violence. Uh, it's good stuff. Like... It's good. Like, there wasn't... It was just kind of the... There was no, like, big action sets in That's this what I was one. Say. Yeah, I mean, there's... There's scenes I can fighting. talk about, like the like the wizard, you know? These scenes that are just really... Yes. Uh, they give you goosebumps, you know? Yeah. But they don't... It's it's kind of hard to describe. Uh, you, you just need to see it, you know? It's so, it's so visually... Like, the... So the wizard walks up to Jason, his mother... And you see that Jace's mother has like frostbite on her fingers. You know, she's, yes, yeah, she's not doing good. Yeah, uh, and the uh, the wizard kind of conjures magic and then starts walking away. Jason even calls after him. Yeah, and so it feels like oh, it's like oh, I guess that guy's not going to help him. And then there's just like an explosion of light, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And this, Magic circles and floating runes and yeah, and he's you know he's making these broad swipes with his with his uh, staff yeah, uh, drawing runes a lot of, of semantic components yeah <laughs> yeah could take that shoe materials feet uh <laughs> no still spell still spell right you're so you're so bad at D oh man I just don't know I just V means you got to talk <laughs> S S means, S you, means you got to do hand stuff yeah, yeah you, you got to do hand stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real magic but uh yeah, yeah. that's that it is it's a great scene there's a lot of great scenes like just the kids like in in the hideout is you know you you learn a lot like we said it before like clag he's beefy like he fought two of the guys to vise one but like when you see the the, the boxing machine oh vi has got she's the skilled one though she can yeah. box you know she yeah. has all the high scores clagger has like the last two but she's like the top eight <laughs> Right, you know, and, uh, and that scene—that scene's not a waste either. Like that scene's not just—I uh, I mean, obviously it's not a waste. I mean, but that scene's not just—you uh, know—well, we're going to put you here to move the plot along. That they that yeah. that is referenced later in the show, and it's very—it's very, it's very yeah. sad, and <laughs> you know, it's a it's, yeah, it's a touching scene. And yeah. we, we learn we learn more about power. Like so, in episode one, it kind of shows that she likes gadgets. She tries to make grenades and bombs. Right. Yeah, and it, it like shows that. that she's that she has skill. You're right. Yeah, yeah that she's, she, she's, she's inventive, shooter. she's intuitive, and she's a sharpshooter. She's actually, right. she's got talent. It's just not as useful as being a big muscle brown brute to them, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff. Uh, I think, so Jace is an interesting character to me. Um, all through the show, he is, it really feels like all he has is a vision, and he has no idea what to do, and he is just being like, led around like a puppy by everyone else's, like, want to use him. Yeah, he doesn't know how to play that game, for sure. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Because, like, even even here, like, Victor, like, he was just going to kill himself. <laughs> Jason's like, well, my life's over. That, I really, like, I mean, I warm up to Jace, for sure, by the end of Act 2. But, like, yeah. at that point, it's like, oh, my God, you're such a spoiled brat, you know? It's like, oh, you mean I just get to be one of the richest people still? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not worth it. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, it's real interesting. Uh, apparently, in-game, people do not like Jace because, like, his in-game persona is very egotistical. 
you know, stuff like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did, speaking of, did you see the his his weapon, his champion weapon in the in the teaser for Ek uh, three? Was it? I, it was a hammer, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. The big fuck yeah. off hammer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Super good. His family. My family makes hammers. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> He's gonna put some magic in that hammer and beat people with it. <laughs> uh, I love that idea. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I mean, the hammer's gigantic. You know, it's like it, also it's, he shoots magic. magic with that hammer. Probably. Yeah, yeah. No, like literally, that's what he does. No, right. I did. I did see uh, Caitlin and Jace. Uh, oh, okay. Where they were okay. shooting targets. Yeah. All right. Uh, so episode three, uh, the the climax of Act One. Uh, the base violence is necessary for change. Uh, so in this, we don't actually introduce any new characters in this episode, which I think is fun. Yeah. Um, it starts out with uh, Silco's origin flashbacks, since we've been getting everyone else's. Um, it's him drowning and like fighting against who's ever drowning him. Um, I think it's safe to presume it's Vander. It's revealed later that it is, uh, although we don't see him directly, just kind of silhouetted. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, heavily talks, implied, though. Yeah, yeah. especially with, given their animosity. Right. Um, but it, it's him talking about how either you kind of you give up, you know, drowning kind of wants you to give up. The water just kind of wants you to let it in uh, and it'll all be over. Or do you struggle and fight and be in pain and, uh, you know, live? <laughs> <laughs> right and it and it shows silko decided he wanted to um a man of know, determination yes and creepy uh, snake eyes yeah well that's from yeah it's from the poison in the water right that, that, that did it to him because uh, he looks like a very normal dude in the flashback right um so we jump to vi breaking into benzo's shop um getting ready to turn herself in. Presumably she told the enforcers to meet her there or that, you know, the person responsible would be there. Um, you think the enforcer is going to show up, but she's instead intercepted by Vander and Benzo before the enforcers get there. Uh, Vander having realized what she was kind of, he's like proud of her, but upset that it had come to this, you know, right. he's, uh, I think that's when he makes the, makes the remark that you have a good heart, but he's not going to let her do that. Right. Uh, so it, it, Vander's going to take her place. He locks her in the basement of Benzo's shop and waits there uh, for the enforcers instead. Um, the enforcers show up. Kind of Grayson's confused because uh, they they can hear Vi actually in the basement pounding on the door, demanding to be let out. And she assumes, "Oh, is is that for me?" Uh, but he stops them and says, "Hey, no, I I'm the one who's going to jail here." Uh, Grayson doesn't want to. She's like, if I take you to jail, all hell is going to break loose down here. I cannot do that. Uh, he reassures her that Benzo can kind of hold down the fort and it'll be fine. This is what we're doing. So uh, Marcus slaps the cuffs on Vander. They kind of lead him out. Goes to Vi, kind of in the basement, upset, freaking out. Uh, and she hears a scuffle outside. Uh, Silco ha has shown up. Uh, with the Deckard monster, who goes apeshit and kills all of the enforcers. Yeah, and we don't see how he kills them, right? It's just kind of like a flash, and then blood gets yeah. splattered. 
Yeah, okay. well, we, yeah, because we're we're in uh, Vi's perspective, so she's like looking out like the basement window, that little like half window that's kind of like glossed over, fogged over, or whatever. And she just sees like action. She she hears like a gun being fired, and then just blood splatters across the window, and she like freaks out. We get out there. We see all the guards are dead. We see Grayson is dead uh, with her pistol out. Um, and it's Vander and Cuffs, Marcus and Benzo there at the door. It's like, what, what was that monster? Um, Silco comes out of the smoke. Uh, Marcus is like freaking out. He's like, this wasn't the deal we made. Uh, Silco's like, well, you know, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it further kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, throw some money to, to, uh, to him. Like, here, this is for your trouble. Uh, you know, I killed your boss. <laughs> Right. Um, Benzo runs out there to try to get Silco, and we we see the monster. The monster like tackles him and murders him. Um, and then we get to see Deckard monster. He's like got a big hulking arm. He's got the purple veins. He's all hulked out on on the shimmer, uh, and he knocks Vander out and takes him. Um, Marcus is very upset. He's like, "Oh, I should have made that deal with the devil. Who knew what?" How could I have known what had gone wrong? <laughs> oh, my own actions. Ah, the hubris. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get back to Vi in the basement sobbing. Echo comes and lets her out, revealing that he had been. We a couple times we meet Echo. He is always like up on the roof or in the ceiling, or he's in yeah. a little hidey hole watching. Um, he's the one that gave him the tip. Echo is a little man. I don't know if we said that earlier. Uh, he's the one who gave him the tip to go break into Jace's penthouse. Um, Jace had come to Benzo's shop to buy illegal equipment. Uh, Echo was like, oh, this guy's a sucker. Uh, and followed him to his apartment and then gave Vi and them the tip to go break in. Uh, so he's always doing that. And he showed later that he has, like, listening devices and, like, the spy glasses inside Benzo's shop. He's a, he's a sneaky little boy. <laughs> Um, we jump to the B team. Jason and Victor are having a break, uh, a breakthrough in their, in their notes. They're like figuring out the formulas and stuff like that. And they think they found a way to stabilize the magic. So, uh, Victor says, well, too bad we can't, you know, or Jason's like, too bad we don't have my equipment. Victor's like, oh yeah, it's going to be destroyed tomorrow. And they decide to break into Heimerdinger's lab, rescue the, uh, his research and equipment and prove it can work. Uh, we hop back to uh, Silco's place now. Uh, Vander's getting locked up. Uh, it kind of shows that Silco is like preparing for war. He's like forging weapons. He's got crates of the shimmer vials ready to presumably hand out to people so they can hulk out. Um, Silco and Vander kind of uh, wax poetic with each other. Um, talk about their, their past. Vander, Vander's like, you can't win a war with Piltover. Silco's like, I don't need to win the war. I just need to scare them into leaving us alone forever. Uh, they talk about how they were really close. Um, it sounds like they they had their falling out when Silco learned that Vander made a deal with the Enforcers. Um, and then he attacked Vander. And I think that's when Vander like tried to drown him in the river. But it was younger than that. It is, that's what I thought, too. But... Like, what I've seen, is, that's what the assumption is? I don't know. They, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I... I thought it was something about, like, Silco let someone die, or something like that. Was no. That not the case? No. Oh, okay. Um, oh, man, that makes me like Silco so much more, and dislike Vander so much more. 
<laughs> yeah, Silco was dedicated to the cause, and Vander faltered. Yeah, um, that's why. Yeah, Silco says, like, even though I hated you, you still had my respect until you made a deal with the enforcers. Yeah, so I took that. That was after, like, he still respected him after he tried to kill him. Is how yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but yeah, they have the little heart to heart, and uh, you know, Silco says, you know, I, I'm sure there's still a monster in you. You could show us, and Vander's like, nah. He's like, okay, well, I'm gonna lock you up. Yeah. Uh, we hop back to Jason and Victor uh, as they're trying to break into Heimendinger's lab. Uh, it's, you know, they're in the middle of the night trying to break in. Uh, they're come upon by Councilwoman Mel, uh, who seemingly kind of knew that's where they were going to be. Uh, she, she definitely seems like she's kind of playing at this a bit. Um, and they convince her, I'm doing air quotes there, uh, right. to let them proceed with the research to show that it is viable uh, this is definitely what she wants uh she spoke earlier how she she feels like a failure in her family and she's looking for a ways to up her prestige up you know make piltover a bigger deal um she's definitely she's grasping at things here and she that's why she sees promise and jace in his research it's right. it's a big deal um so she agrees and lets them break into heimerdinger's lab uh, we hop back to the kids who are preparing for war themselves. They're getting their weapons out. They they polished off uh, Vander's gauntlets, get like a bat and some knives. You know, they're getting ready to fight in case the enforcers show up because that's what they assume is going to happen. Um, they they like the entire Undercity kind of realizes things are at a at a tipping point here. Right. Um, Vi comes down and tells them what happened. Um. Uh, to Vander, and they decide, okay, well, I guess we're going to go rescue him. Uh, Echo had followed them. Again, they, uh, Shen, that's what Echo does. He kind of sneaks around and follows people. He's a little creeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so they know where Silco's cannery is, uh, and they decide they're going to go rescue Vander. Uh, this this time, like, Vi forces Powder to stay behind. Like, Powder gets ready. Like, when she hears that's what's going on, she, like, packs up her suitcase with bombs. It's like, okay, we're going. Vi forces her to stay behind, um, which really, like, betrays everything his Vi has said to reassure her right. uh, in the past couple days. To Powder. Not, to I mean, powder. I think, yeah, I yeah. don't think Vi was like, you need to stay behind because you're a jinx. I think she's like, hey, we might no. not come back from this, so. <laughs> no, yeah, no, she, Vi is doing yeah. it 100% because she doesn't want Powder to get hurt. Right. But, it, but in Powder's mind, it's contradicting the, you know, family stays together. You're strong in your own way. Don't let the other guy, you know, you right. you yeah, are exactly. useful. No, definitely. Yeah. She's saying, Powder's thinking by saying, no, we can't have you on this. This is too important. You can't help. Uh, and it really fucks with Powder. Uh, we hop back to Jason Victor, who are powering up their little magical MacGuffin now. Um, trying to prove their theory that it works. Uh Doing so causes a, a minor magical explosion of light and like blows out a window, uh, and it alerts the guards on the street. We hop. This is the scene transitions are happening quick now. This is hopping back and forth between the A and B plots. They're not like directly connected, but it's it's like two very like auspicious things that are happening simultaneously uh, that are going to like intertwine the fate of the two cities, kind of deal. Um, yeah. So yeah, Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I didn't bring this up uh, uh, when we talked about episode two, but the the beginning of episode two is that like the uh, I mean you said it how it's how it happens essentially right at the beginning of uh, 
episode one as well, or at least the the explosion uh, after the heist. Yeah, and that's a that's a that's a thing that continues to be a part of the show is just that like seamless weaving between. Uh, the yeah, two, the two it never lines. it never feels disjointed. Like right, like both. It's not equal tension, but there's there's a tension yeah. to each scene that feels fairly equivalent scene to scene. Right. Um, well, and I often feel when shows do this, and uh, specifically when novels do this, that I wish they would just stick with the other story more often. Yeah, yeah. But I was fine with it. I was fine with it. Mostly because I needed breaks from Vian Powder's uh, high drama story. It is a lot to deal <laughs> it with. Is, it is a lot. Uh, yeah. like it, you, could, you could definitely get burned out. Yeah. Uh, if it didn't kind of reel back to Jason Victor, whose story, right. you know, is it's not as tragic, but it is not... You know, without its own, yeah, you know, like interesting points to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they're they're stabilizing. They're trying to stabilize their gemstone. Cause a minor explosion. The guards on the street kind of notice it. We hop back to Powder, who's stuck at the last drop. She is having a breakdown about this. Um, she's like right. freaking out. She's oh crying, God. yelling, she's punching her head. I mean, this scene is. She, yeah, she's she's breaking stuff. Awesome. She she's having a tantrum. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's more, it seems more than, it's like a mental break almost. Like she is losing her shit. Yeah. Uh, So she throws down her suitcase that she packed up and the little magical MacGuffins, the little gemstones, uh, roll out. Uh, She sees them and she is immediately struck. She has flashbacks to the explosion at the lab. She's like, oh, I can help. (laughs) She's like, "I, I have dynamite. I can help. She knows she can help. She doesn't have to rely on her faulty gadget. She has something she has seen that explodes violently. She's like, I can do Um, We jump to the other kids breaking into Silco's cannery um, to get Vander. Uh, they seemingly get in without a hitch. Uh, they get to Vander, who's like, how did you get in? There's guards everywhere. And they're like, it was easy. We found an open window. Oh, it's a trap. Shit. Um, Silco comes around the corner like, good. I'm glad you're here. We were hoping to clean this all up nice and neat. Uh, I was like, "Oh crap! You know, oh crap! We gotta, we gotta fight now." Uh, Milo goes to try to pick the locks on Vander's restraints. Uh, Clagger goes to try to find a, a way out. Vi straps on the big iron fists, uh, and you know she's gonna hold off Van- uh, Silco's. Go- uh, you know the kids kind of, kind of rally up. Um, it also shows Powder arriving on the scene. She's outside uh, to help. Vi starts fighting. Uh, this is a great scene where Vi yeah. is just knocking out that first goon. So oh, I know. Good. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, man, like I know she's tough. That guy's really big, though. And it's just, it's just one shot. You know, yeah. she does that. She fucking uppercuts him with a cinder block, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, this, this guy is a nameless goon, but he he's reoccurring. Like he's he's a big, bulky dude, lots of tattoos. He looks mean. Like he looks like yeah. muscle. And he comes at her with a knife. And she like well, this... it, she parries it with these giant metal gauntlets she's got on and it immediately uppercuts him. It's like, oh, yeah. I can really it's, fight. <laughs> it's it's yeah, and it's slow-mo, it's beautiful. What yeah, I love she, about the Oh good. It knocks him off his feet, knocks him out cold, right. you know. Yeah, what I love about the fight on that bridge is how much she gets beat up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like they'll they'll start gaining ground. It's like, oh, I guess this is where she said, Oh, nope, she's coming back. She's coming yeah. back. You know? Yeah. 
That's such yeah. a great scene. Like, Silgo's like, he's stunned for a second. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, know? like, I didn't bring enough dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, his other goons start running in. You know, they got weapons. She's fighting them. She's taking hits, but she's, like, knocking these dudes around. Like, I, I don't know how to describe... He's got giant... Like, Vander's weapons are these giant, like, cast iron, he says. Uh, like, gauntlets that have, like, hydraulics on them, To I assume, like, they don't hurt your forearms and wrists when you punch with them. So you just you're just throwing like haymakers with right. Uh, they look heavy too. <laughs> they look heavy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're like they're like a proto version of Vi's like in game weapons. Right. Um. But yeah. So she's beating the shit out of his like she's winning. Um. So uh. Savika's like about to get into it. So go hold your back and instead sends out Deckard as a monster. Uh, gives him the shimmer. He hulks out. He goes to fight Vi. Uh, Vi, like, jumps off the railing and tries to do, like, this, like, double axe handle, like, smash on him. And he just grabs her by the throat, and she instantly knows, oh, okay, this is, I can't win this fight. <laughs> right. uh, like, he's choking her at arm's length. She can't get out. Uh, Vander's almost free at this point, uh, but he's not quite, so he's yelling at him, like, Silco, you know, leave the kids out of this. Don't, what are you, you know, stop this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Deckard Monster doesn't kill Vi, obviously. He throws her and she, like, backs up into the, the little room where Vander is. Uh, she manages to lock the door. Uh, the kids kind of rally. Um, they barricade the door. Clagger has found a way to, like, bust a hole. He found, like, a weak spot in the wall and he's, like, busting out bricks with a, a big metal pipe. Like, it looks like the kids are doing all right. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Thing, like, there's hope. Yeah. Uh, they're going to get out of there. Yeah, Vander is free. Like they they are getting there. Uh, Powder is in position now. She has scaled the building. She found a window. She peeks inside. She sees you know the Deckard monster. She saw Vi almost get killed. Uh, so she's she's freaking out. She's got her monkey bomb now. Her little like uh, symbol symbol monkey. Yeah, strapped with the magical gemstones. She's like, I need you to work. You know, I will save the day. Oh, man, she's headbutting him. Yeah. You know, she's just like, come on, little guy, we can do it. Yeah, she winds it up, puts it in the window, and it, you know, the the Deckard monster is, like, beating down the door. You see the hinges start to break. Yeah. And it's, it's well, just... She, Go ahead. She, I'm sorry, she puts those two gems inside of it, you know? Yeah, she puts two in it and one between the symbols. Right, right. But, I mean, like, it's got the one between the symbols, and you see that, and then she's like, you gotta do it. And then she dumps two more in there, and I'm just like, I'm on my couch, like, what are you doing? You know, you've seen, yeah, you've seen uh, what one can do. You know, it's, one it's kinda... basically blew out the the floor of a, of yeah. a penthouse. Well, it's like when she put all that scrap iron into that bomb earlier, and it's like, yeah. whoa, you know. But this, I know this is this is more, you know. This is she's a dumb kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she doesn't know what she's messing around with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she winds it up, it starts, it, it waddles towards Deckard, Deckard notices it, and it does that final hit, and explodes. Uh, this giant explosion, you know, rockets through the cannery, um, we, we cut to, like, outside of it, where Marcus is, like, on the docks, like, I don't know, some distance away, and he sees this giant explosion in the distance. Um, and then we cut back to Jason Victor, who have stabilized the gem, just as you know, Heimerdinger and the guards kind of break into the door, break into his lab. Uh, the magical circle, they, they figured it out. 
uh, Jace kind of has this like moment where he's he's like channeling what he saw the wizard do, um, and it it works. It, they 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 opened up like a magical gate, yeah. and they are in this room. There, you know, the swirling runes are everywhere. They're floating in the in the uh, up towards the ceiling, and Heimerdinger is at a loss for words. You know, basically, he, yeah, it's like okay, Jace's research. Well, he's like, can you stop hovering? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the, the whole impetus of this was the, the Victor thought if Heimerdinger saw that it was viable, he won't be able to deny it, uh, underestimating how much Heimerdinger hates magic and it just right. refuses to deal with magic. Heimerdinger says, we can't go forward with this, even if it works. That's when Mel again shows up and says, well, I think that's for the council to decide, you know, this could change right. Piltover showing again that. Mel has a lot of pull on the council that she's basically saying, Oh good. I'm going to decide if this is good or not. Yeah. Um, back at the cannery, the explosion, uh, kind of rockets. It knocks Decker monster over. Um, it's coming for Silco, uh, Savika, uh, pushes him away and it looks like she, you know, her arm gets almost annihilated in it. Uh, it blows in the door where the kids and Vander are hiding. Uh, Clagger, I don't even know what happened to him. I, it's like it was like a, there was like an arc of lightning that went across him. I, I assume it cut him. You know, well, it I mean, shows him there. Like he's not cut. Yeah, but there's definitely there's a blood splatter yeah. and his goggles get knocked off his head. Yeah, so something bad happened. Yeah, maybe he, yeah, his he, insides he, got teleported somewhere else or something. Yeah, yeah it's something. it's not good. Milo yeah, slammed against terrible. the wall with a pipe through his chest. And before you can even, like, realize what's going on, the roof collapses on them both. Um, the explosion, like, ignites all the shimmer that's in there. Shimmer is apparently very flammable. Um, and it causes this, uh, like, explosion to kind of travel through the cannery. Uh, it blows up in the doctor's face, singed. Uh, this is how he becomes singed, right. uh, according to Arcane. Uh, it destroys, like... Most of Silco's goons and everything he was building up. Uh, the cannery is in ruin, essentially. Uh, Vi gets trapped under debris. Uh, Vander's there. He he's kind of you know a little punch drunk from the explosion. He's shell shocked, and it, it yeah. does. It definitely does feel like a like a D Day scene from a movie. You know, he's yeah. He sees the I kid. They have sees... oh good. What no, I was no. gonna say, I don't think they have like the ear ringing going on. No, they didn't. Yeah, no. But like, I mean, Vi. Trapped under that, she's so tired. You yeah. know, she's just out there whooping ass, and she looks back and sees Milo and Clagger dead. Yeah, she just know, starts presumably. crying. Oh yeah. my god, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is the first time you see Vi like weak. You know, she is defeated. She's yeah. done. She's beat. Yeah, yeah. She's so it's, she's just uh, she. You see, she's a child again. <laughs> you know, she's just yeah. It's like trapped. oh, this is a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, or fifteen-year-old. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vander sees Vi trap. She's not. She hasn't done anything. She hasn't started crying yet. And she see he sees uh, Milo and Clagger dead. And he he's doesn't know what to do. Here's Vi start to cry. Realizes she's still alive. Uh, and he sees um, Silco across the way get up. And he sees the Deckard monster get up. He's realizes he's got to get up. So yeah. he gets up. He grabs just a couple pieces of. I don't. He just finds like. Or like handles or something. He's got yeah. brass knucks now, though. He's got brass knucks. He goes out there. Well, they poked uh, Mama Bear. Yeah. Know? 
and he starts uh. beating ass. Uh, we get to see Vander unleash the monster that he was restraining within him, basically. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. <laughs> should say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's beating yeah. he's beating Deckard Monster's ass. Like, he's no, this thing. With no issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, this thing killed so many people, you know, without any problem, without, you know, uh, any difficulty. He stopped yeah. Vi right in her tracks, and... Yeah, Vander is taking this thing to uh, he just like yeah, taking he like, to school. Dude, he hits that first guy. So there's a there's a gentleman, uh, well, you know, Mister Thug on the yeah. on the on, on the bridge. I want to say he just like doesn't even let him get the punch off. He just kind of gives him a left, and then just casually dumps him over the bridge. Like the yeah into well, fire. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like there was cloth in his way. You know, just, oh, get that out of here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Deckard, uh, yeah, I want to say he ducks a punch, and he he pretty much puts him on his ass with one hit. Yeah, you know, it, it, he gives him the gives him the brass knucks like right in the in the gut. Yeah. Uh, what what gives him pause? Like he's fighting Deckard, and he he like hesitates for a moment, and that's when Silco stabs him in the back. Is it? Does he just like look back and see? Vi- I don't remember now. I don't either. You're right, well, though. There's something yeah. something distracts him so that Silco can... Yeah, Silco just comes up in the it. back and stabs him in the back. Um, yeah. Vander, you know, he he turns around immediately and just grabs Silco up by the throat. Uh, Silco stabs him again, and slowly Vander's strength wanes. He drops Silco, and Silco pushes him off the bridge into the fire. Uh he collapses into the, the crates of Shimmer. Uh, he hears Silco up on the bridge tell Deckard, who is still alive, uh, to kill Vi, who is crying in the other room. And we see Vander grab one of the vials uh, of Shimmer. Uh, next thing we see is you know, Vi's on the rubble. It lifts off of her to Deckard, uh, standing over her. And uh, presumably Deckard's going to kill her. But he is suddenly grabbed, thrown up against the wall, and his neck snapped by this giant, monstrous Vander on the Shimmer. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, so he wipes out Deckard instantly. Uh, turns like he's going to fight Silco, looks back at Vi, and decides he's going to save Vi instead of going after Silco. Grabs her up, jumps out of the building as it kind of burns up. Uh, shielding Vi from the fall and the explosion dying in the process, telling Vi to take care of Powder with his his last words. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So everything's real bad. Powder, who was... The explosion threw her from the building into the water. Um, She's she's unscathed. Uh, Comes around the corner and sees Vi, and she's excited at first and tells her, I did it. You know, my monkey bomb worked. Did you see it? I saved the day. And Vi is like, what? You did this? You, you did yeah. this? Oh. <laughs> and then as soon as she's like, Powder instantly realizes, oh no, something, something's not right. She sees Clagger's bloody goggles. She sees this giant hulking dead Vander there. She's like, no, I, 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 I didn't know. I was trying to help. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't think we give enough credit to uh the voice acting talent of this show but at this point it's real good powder's voice actor rips your heart straight from your chest it is 
awful. <laughs> in they, the, you em- know, they emote very well. Like it's, yeah. it's not. So it's not even like over the top. Like no. Like like you know. It's how a kid cries. Yeah, it's very real. Yeah. It's very real acting. Um, yeah. If you've ever been around a kid who hurt another kid on accident, for real. Yeah. That is how that shit plays out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vi is, like, she is overcome with, like, grief and anger, calls her a jinx again, yeah. hits her in the face. Yeah, slaps her. Yeah, throws her to the ground and, like, runs off. Because she, she just needs to get away from Powder. And like, yeah, because she's she's gonna give her a combo, man. She's pissed, <laughs> and she knows yeah. she can't live through that. She's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. And this, you know, this just destroys Powder again. Uh, we find out that Vi is actually short for Violet, um, mm. which is fun. Uh, it, in the video game, in League of Legends, there's a lot of voice lines of Vi saying what Vi stands for, and it's all cocky shit. Like Vi stands for violence. It stands for vice. It stands for vicious. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, no, it stands for Violet. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I think is a fairly obvious guess if you if it was a real name. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Powder is just sobbing uncontrollably, begging for Vi to come back. Oh. Um, Vi is around the corner, down the way, like trying to process everything. She just needed to be away from Powder. Uh, this is when Silco stumbles around the corner and sees Powder. Uh, Vi sees Silco. And before she can do anything, like she tries to like rush out around the corner to help Powder, Marcus appears and grabs her, uh, gives her gives her the ether, puts her out. Uh, Marcus doing it to save Vi and arrest her. I don't I don't know where his heart was in that moment. It was really weird. Uh, that it did feel really strange because he was so uh, kind. Uh, yeah, but maybe you know maybe this is him after seeing. What Silco's doing? So yeah, maybe he, he he knew Silco was about. Like, he's like, you can't go out there. He'll kill you. Yeah, jail is better. I assume is what he thinks. Um, yeah, I, it's just what a weird way to put it, though. You know what? Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we go to Silco, who steps down to powder. He's got a bloody knife that he used to stab Vander, uh, and he's looking for Vi. He asks her, "Where's your sister?" Uh, Powder distraught tackles him like in a hug and says, she's gone. She's not my sister. She left me here. Uh, And uh, yet Silco, like this moves him. This takes him. And this scene is like, it's so perfect. It's the, it's the, it's the perfect ending for act one. He's there. He has Vander's protege, right? One of them. Yeah. Hugging him, begging for mercy. Kind well, it's not of, even his right? protege. Vi is the protege. No, you're like, right. His, but yeah. one of his, one of his, one of his kids. wards. Right. One, one of, of his, his kids. Fans. Yeah, yeah. Powder Who has he... just been abandoned by her sister. Right. Yeah, he was going to kill all of them. Like he had he no, yeah. he had no, you know, hesitation. He was just going to kill all the kids. Right. But in that, that moment, he looks over. He sees Vander, who did essentially the same thing that Vi's doing to Powder at that moment. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like I I really think I really think he he truly cares at least in that moment. He truly cares about Powder. He you know, he knows what she's going. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, it yeah. it makes him he's not he's a monster. He's a bad man, but he's not like unrationally 
evil, you know, Ir- irrationally right. evil. He's right. He knows Vander's dead. He sees he like yeah. He looks up at Vander, sees he's dead. Looks back down the power and's like I. It, it, he just like his intention. Like I, I'm not gonna kill this kid. You know. Yeah. I like, like I. Yeah. It gets him. Like she's crying. It's like okay. Right. And he comforts I, her. He he wraps her up in a hug and says, you know what you you understand. We will make them pay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think I think he you know he's kind of bummed Vander's dead. If not only because he can't prove that he was wrong. Right, to prove that his his philosophy was correct, where Vander's was incorrect, and I think yeah. that's what the that's the tool that that powder becomes for him. Yeah, it's it's it it really made me like Silco a lot too. Like I I enjoyed 100%. Silco as a villain, but like that. I'm so scene, glad you felt you you came to the same way, uh, or you came to the same conclusion that that yeah, like, Silco is like I like him as a villain, and I like him as a guy. You know, yeah, like, I, I like. I like when he's on screen. Yeah, I I understand where he's coming from. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Yeah. He is a product of the Piltover economic policies, right? <laughs> like, I I get it, dude. You know. Yeah. No. I yeah. I agree. They and, made him. You know. And yeah. Just the fact that he decided he's like, I'm going to take this child in. It's like, thank you, so- Silco. I respect you so much, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like irrational. Evil for evil's sake bothers me. It's like, okay, I get it. You're no, evil, I know, whatever. but he's such a yeah, he's such a sympathetic character. I yeah. get it. I understand why he's doing it. I don't agree with the murder and everybody, but what choice did Vander leave? You know, right. there <laughs> yeah. was he. You know, he's like, look, I was willing to do it your way. You left. You dropped it. I have to pick up the ball now. And guess what? I got Mister Hyde juice. You know. I can make yeah. a warrior. I can make someone who can murder enforcers out of a kid who couldn't beat up another kid. Right. <laughs> yes. Like we we have the weapons. He, Let's. Yeah. Do he that. murdered like five enforcers that way too. Like, yeah. No problem. <laughs> One shot. Yeah. No issues. Yeah. yeah. So wild stuff. Uh, yeah. The fights, and that's the end of episode three. This is Act One. That is the the climax of Act. One. Yeah. And um, what a climax. So. Yeah. J- Jason Victor stabilized the magical MacGuffin. Um, right. Mel sees that Jason is a is a is a good investment. Uh, Silco has powder now. Vi is in jail, uh, and Silco has the Undercity basically now. Uh, Vander isn't a problem now. He doesn't have his war with Piltover like he was preparing for, but he basically gets control of the Undercity. Right. Real good. Yeah, That's- it's uh, it's a real low for our A team and a real high for the B team. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the B team's on the on the upswing. The A team, oh, they they took a, they're not they took doing a downturn. They're not doing great. They're all dead essentially. <laughs> well, they're they are mostly a lot dead. of them are dead. Yeah, yeah. One the of them dead or sides. Yeah, <laughs> one of them is now just I don't even know broken. I guess is the word for it. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, so had, did you ever play League? Did you ever? I did get into it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I never played any of these characters. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, Jinx's whole shtick is that she's like a crazy chaotic person. Yeah. Um. I think I played before Jinx. <laughs> you might have. I, I yeah. did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But uh. Yeah. That, that's her whole shtick. They they hint with like voice lines and interactions that there's something tragic in her backstory, but like they never go into it. It's okay. real light. Yeah. Anyone who tells you League is heavy on the lore is is full of crap. Uh, I'm gonna cut it get, out because he said he might listen to this. 
So okay. I'm gonna cut you all being mean. That's fair. Uh, yeah, you know, they get like a, a paragraph synopsis of who they are and why they are, kind of thing. I gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, Jinx's whole thing is like she hates being bored. She loves chaos. She blows stuff up. You know, she's a she, she's a real Harley Quinn. You know. No, that's what I definitely got Harley Quinn vibes uh, from her. And um, you know, I I would say like, and honestly, I do not mean this as an insult. That I think <laughs> the show is really like, or at least League. It's probably not yeah. the show. It's probably just baked into the the uh, source material. But it is very derivative. Oh yeah. But I, I don't I don't care. You know, it's just, it's done so well. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, like yeah. the the main conflict of the show is not anything new. You know, the has versus the have nots. That's you know. Right. It it reminds me a lot of. Did you watch Snowpiercer the movie? No, I did not. Oh, it's 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 very Snowpiercery. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm I am vaguely aware of Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer is great, but uh, uh, that's whatever. But yeah, I I like this backstory we're getting for Jinx and why she's crazy. Like, yeah. PTSD trauma craziness like that's legit and they they play it up I think really well like yeah I don't I don't think like her breakdowns and like her trauma is like unjustified it doesn't you know feel like they're just doing it to get her to where she's supposed to be it right. feel it's rough <laughs> I mean of course she's like a frayed wire she's lost her parents yeah she lost her pseudo parent and she lost her sister I mean she's lost everything that matters to her. So of yeah. course, she's a nut. Yeah. You know? you know, there's a lot of trust issues going on there. There's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on there. She blames yeah. herself for a lot of the tragedy, too. And well, of course, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, people keep calling her. her a, yeah. People keep calling her a jinx. Like, you know, yeah. When you're around, things go bad. You know, right. So, so awful. That's good. It's good stuff. It's good it's stuff. It's so, so, um, so since it doesn't. Since Vander is dead, and it doesn't come up any anywhere else, you want to talk about the the conspiracy that well, the fans you, have? I, I only know that people think he might be Warwick. Okay, so so I don't know the the, the in depth reason. Yeah, Warwick is another uh, Zon champion. You know, he's from the Undercity. Uh, he was he has no memory, uh, so this makes it real easy to kind of shoehorn him in anywhere, right? Sure. Uh, other than he was created by the Doctor Singe. Oh. Um, so the connections people are having are uh, throughout Act One, the several characters have made several references to Vander being a hound or a dog. Oh, uh, like you're the the hound of the Undercity, you know, blah blah blah. Well, even just uh, his look is very like coated werewolf, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got he looks like a primal person. He's got that going on. Um, Warwick has some dialogue lines, uh, with Vi and Jinx, uh, that are very Vander-esque. Oh. Um, like, uh, I think one of his lines with Vi was, like, I've I've seen that look of fear in your eyes before. Um, you know, who taught you how to box? Uh, just, like, little things referencing their childhood. Yeah. Um... And then people people have been saying that uh, when uh, Vander hulked out on Shimmer, he sounded a lot like Warwick too. Okay. So it's it's not unreasonable to think Singe got his hands on Vander body and somehow turns him into a Wolfman. Yeah. I don't know. 
Shimmer Shimmer makes you look a, a, like a pig, big, lumpy monster, so I don't know how he turns into a svelte werewolf from that, but... I, I, I'm willing to believe it, because <laughs> I never want characters to die. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Did you make the... So, I guess a, a little bit of sight. We won't talk about that, because, yeah, we, we've talked for a long time. I guess we're going to do Act 2 another time. Yeah, I, that's what I think. It's probably uh, for the best. Did you did you make the connection with who Echo is in Act Two? He's the surfboard guy. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I figured. I figured it was someone she knew, and I'm like, oh, maybe Milo lives. And I'm like, oh no, yeah. 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 As soon as it became reoccurring, I was like, oh, that's got to be Echo. Especially since yeah. they didn't, they haven't shown Echo at all otherwise. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When I knew, I knew it was somebody important when he cared about, uh, like a you know a random NPC dying. Yeah. You know, because it's like, oh, they're. They're characterizing this goon. He's not just a goon, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Act 1, real strong. Real tragic, real strong. So, so good. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's so pretty, and yeah, it's it's so interesting. Like, it's, like you said, there's not a moment of, like, downtime where you're just kind of like, I can't wait until they start punching stuff again. No, I mean, you, yeah. You can, you can feel that way, but, like, it is good. Like, how long are these episodes? I don't even know. I've I've watched it. I don't. You're you right. know, I don't know either. Twice now, and I don't. I don't know yeah. how long these episodes are. <laughs> are they an hour long? No way. I have no idea. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Get on the get on the Netflix. Give me that arcane. Forty three minutes. Oh, okay. So that is like episode? an hour. That's like an hour television episode. Yeah. Because uh, that would be for that? commercials. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they're all about 40 minutes, it looks like. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not insignificant. Like I said, the yeah. first time I started taking notes on this, too, like, it was it was dense. <laughs> I know my notes right. are still dense, but, like, it was worse when I was, you know, like, breaking it down originally. So the important thing <laughs> is, like we said at the very, in the first five minutes of the show, this show is amazing, and you should definitely watch it. It's astounding how good it is like i mean it's video game stuff is usually trash this is doing it like perfect to a t like oh my god I, there's like just yeah you, you you showed us the the disappointing like critic uh levels or metric scores or whatever for the live action cowboy view up i was like i don't even yeah. care Let's I don't like, yeah <laughs> i get it I get i'm it. riding such a high on arcane i don't give a crap about anything else right now <laughs> I know, I know, you know, I think the only thing that's going to keep this, because, like, I was like, this is Avatar The Last Airbender level, like, this is, this is a new, in that, like, Avatar really kind of changed, I think, how people think about Western animation, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, this can be a real thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, I think the only thing that's going to keep it from being a similar thing is that it's, it's not going to be long enough, you know? It is only uh, nine episodes. It's going to be nine episodes, it took forever to make. I don't know if they're going to make more, you know? Uh, mm. I bet they're kicking themselves <laughs> at this point, but... Well, I assume, I guess. I don't know. The internet seems to be a buzz with how, how great Arcane is, but... People do... It is the most watched show on Netflix right now. Oh, because it's so good. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I'm like... I think I'm like, I should get the it. the best Squid Game, too? That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm like... I was legit like I should maybe get an arcane tattoo. It's like, well, no, I don't. I don't want people to think I like League of Legends. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, like that's the level because it's so. It's just so. It's such a beautiful show. Yeah, uh, there's something very like like the stuff I like out of the Borderlands kind of um, 
Yeah, it is. It is Art a style. fun setting. Oh man, it's so good. Like I know, like I want to play. I want to play. You know, tabletop RPGs in this setting. You know, I want. I want video games. They actually, they just came out with a, a single player. Just kind of dropped out of nowhere. A single player turn based RPG. Yeah. Uh, that I think is is uh, a top seller still. Yeah, Ruined King. Ruined King. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, I mean they got me hook, line, and sinker, and this is coming from I actively hate Riot Games. You know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they're bastards, and their community is awful. Yeah, I I don't like anything about Riot. I like I don't play Valorant, and I I don't play League. Like I played it for right. like a week, uh, and it I didn't I didn't drop because of the community. This was ages ago. Uh, I just didn't like I didn't like the MOBA. No, that's fair. I I dropped out of. I, I tried playing Valorant kind of recently. I, I talked to you about that. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but uh, yeah, people were just so cruel for no reason. I was, yeah, I was winning the game for them, and I had one bad round. And the things they said about my mother and my sexuality yeah. really <laughs> hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's real weird. Yeah, it, yeah, very toxic community. Not a great company, but the people involved in this show are just knocking it out of the park. Uh, yeah, it's it's so good. I, I like hate them for it because it makes me want to play Riot Games. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, apparently, it is super popular. It's the top spot in fifty-two countries. Uh, I assume. Yeah, well, yeah, specifically for Netflix. Um, it's doing well for their game. Vi has benefited from Arcane's popularity. Her appearance in League games has doubled since the show's debut. <laughs> Yeah, because she's, oh my god, dude. Vi is fucking bae. I mean, she is, she's just so infinitely likable, right? Even, her, like, her flaws, it's like, oh, I get it. That's tough. You're in a tough spot. That you're, you know? you're absolutely, she's got, she's got charm. She's got that Definitely. scruffy underdog charm. And she's, like, got, she's, got very, she's got Han Solo charm, I would say. I don't know. I don't think so because like she's so I, I like her because of like how earnest she is, you know, and just what a just a like she, when she's there, she's playing that boxing game. Yeah. Right. And she's struggling. She's just like, hey, guys, you know, I wouldn't take you on a job you weren't ready for. Right. Like just the yeah. that she okay. feels that weight. And like, that's so relatable. You know, like, I, I don't know how many times I've apologized to someone for something that I'm dwelling on that they've obviously moved past, you yeah. know, which I, you know, that, I think that's common for a lot of people. Sure. Like, yeah, just such a, she's so human, you know? She, yeah. She's so the, de- the way they're depth. Yeah. The way they're doing all the characters is very good. Yeah. Uh, it helps that she is a super badass. Too. That does not. I mean, I will watch. Like I said, I texted you were like, hey, Arcane's real good. I'm like, I will watch Vi box all day long. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it was her, just a twenty-four hour montage of her practicing boxing, I'm like, I'm yeah, her, her fight scenes are top notch. Uh, I I really like Jinx uh, in Act Two here. I know we're not talking about Act Two, but yeah, no, I I, I do too. I just just the the fucking how they're characterizing, you know, crazy Jinx. I enjoy a lot. <laughs> uh that that is my brand of oh she's she's a quirky psychopath i enjoy that yeah uh, plus her signature move is uh clamping grenades on people's faces 
Yeah. I, I, I think that's real good. Punching is, is wonderful. Punching is very good. Throw, you know, sticky grenades are always funny, though. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I know. Oh. I, well, I like Caitlyn a lot, too. I mean, uh, we're going to talk about Act 2, so I won't get into it. But Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the scene I'm talking about. It's been highly memed, and I fucking love it. Uh, um, between Vi and Caitlyn. Oh, yeah, where she's yeah. getting checked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good so, one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get good to one. it. Oh, I we'll like it. it. Caitlyn is actually episode. who I played when I played League of Legends. Oh, I played a guy with a lamp post. I want to say he kind of looked like Orko, and then oh, he had a lamp post. Yeah, I know what you're talking. It, it was kind of it was like a flail, right? And he wore Jax. a mask. Yeah, Jax. Yeah, Jax. That's who I played mostly, and then I did play a little bit of Fiddlesticks. Yeah, uh, I I wanted to play Heimerdinger. Uh, whoever I was playing with, I think I was playing with Lebowski. Uh, Convinced me not to, and I played Caitlyn instead. And I, I enjoyed her. Yeah, but Caitlyn's cool. Her top hat's stupid, but that's because top hats are stupid. She's, she's very different in the... <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. That's what it seems she's, like. She's, she's a much better character in Arcane so far. What's up with the Heimerdinger gimp suit? Oh, that guy in the whorehouse? Oh, he's in the house. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, well, that's it. There's, there, yeah, there's just a yordle and a gimp suit. <laughs> Dude, so funny. So funny. Somebody posted the the what are they called yordles? Yeah, yordles. Somebody posted the the old lady yordle that Vi goes to see. Yeah, on uh, Reddit, and it was like, "Hey, Reddit, come on, man! You know it's no not November." Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Real good. So yeah, we'll whatever. I mean, who cares? We're doing this podcast for fun. We'll follow up with part two of Arcane on the next show. We're gonna we're gonna have to record it tomorrow because I. Well, not okay. I have I have to talk about our act two. Okay, if we record, <laughs> okay, let's let's do that. And if we record it tomorrow, I think I'll just put out two episodes. Um, back to back. Sunday. Yeah, but I'll keep them separate. Friend, it is no nut November. What are you doing to our fans? Yeah, no, I think they're safe. <laughs> I think they're gonna be fine. Okay, right. you say well, that. Uh, we're gonna get a very very gooey email from Ryan. In the meantime. Uh, you can email us at animatedreview at gmail.com. Always want recommendations. And uh, see you in two weeks or, you know, 20 minutes. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Bye. Goodbye.